Hello there ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast, NFL football is the name of the game. And uh, having no guests. Yep, yeah, there's no guests this week. Just me and Mr. Williams uh, taking on, uh, reviewing week 8 and looking forward to week 9. Kind of, uh, kind of passing or getting close to the halfway mark at this point in time. Sad times. If you are a listener of the podcast, big thumbs up and a big thank you to you. If you're a watcher, checking us out on YouTube, uh, if you could subscribe, it would be a huge help. Uh, we really appreciate it. Helps the channel, helps us, and ultimately it helps you. So here we go. This is Cookie Cast. Laces out. No, no, yes, yes, I think, I think it's recording. Decided, don't want to do that the first time round. So, uh, you know, it does say the word recording. Should I have on good authority right here, is indeed recording. Should, uh, should say it for a completely different podcast, uh, but... Uh, for future reference, our names don't appear on the recording. Yeah, I was gutted. I was like, because there's a whole bit with like pointing and all of this, and I was like, oh man. So yeah, in future, does mean we can write literally whatever we want across the bottom. Fucky is fucked hard or something. This is, yeah, this is not what I wanted to hear. No. This is, this is, this is not how I wanted this week to start, Andrew. <laughs> you and me both, I could have I could have quite easily written off the start and or whole of this week. But the show must go on, even with without guests. Indeed. You are here, though. And I, I, am, I am also here. I am not for once talking to myself. Um, obviously, we've got uh, Sinbin members um, who are who will remain named, um, <laughs> and um, I, I don't know. I don't even know how to categorize it. The fear of new people to deal with. So, uh, no guests. Uh, but today we are dealing with NFL football because this is the Laces Out podcast. Still, I still haven't managed to uh, still haven't managed to break them out. Do you know what it is? It's because uh, I'm working on the principle. None of them fit. Yeah. Yeah. So. Week eight in the bag. Week nine just coming over the horizon. Will no doubt bring with it many, many, many pennies in my pocket. Because I tell you, if there's one man who can pick 14 games correctly, it is not me. 
I'd like to go back over the season and look at how many times I've lost my accumulator on the first game. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's more than most. Well, and... a quick, a quick uh, compensatory uh, flick through the, uh, the book would indicate that uh, the last two... Well, apart from the Giants-Eagles Thursday night football, we've, we've been shafted by the, the, the two previous. So. Let's also not talk about the uh, Cincinnati Bengals, who uh, who uh, decided, yep, we, we know you've put that bet on again, and we know that you're going to win every single other game. Hey, listen, they were just, obviously skipping ahead slightly, but they were just one of several, several coupon busters in this week's... Uh, well, I mean, you know, we could all talk about the Dolphins, for once. That's unfair. The Dolphins have been interesting Decent. this season. Yeah. Um, I agree with that. They're... Definitely not a team to count out the running. I, I've said it before, and I'll keep coming back to it. I have that little, tiny, little, sweet, soft spot for the Dolphins. Um, you know, there are just those teams out there. There are those teams out there that you will always despise. <coughs> New England. Um, then there are the teams that you despise for that season... <coughs> Dallas, uh, and then there's the teams that no matter how how bad they're doing, week in week out, season in season out, you got that little soft spot for them. Miami, <coughs> Denver. <coughs> but yeah, you know. So, week eight. Like how how should we start off talking about week eight? Should we talk about how well we predicted week eight? Let's do that. Let's do that. Let's do that. So, we did have a guest last week, Mr. Matthew Moore. Congratulations, Matthew, on... Um, how do I say it? Do I say congratulations on beating me comprehensively? Or do I say congratulations on taking advantage of my poor running back situation? Congratulations, Matthew. Well done to you. You you dominated last week. Sadly, obviously, uh, Phil wasn't able to join us last week, but um, he, he was he was able to take part in what can only be described as a complete dross off in fantasy with myself. Uh, neither one of us uh, getting above fifty five points. But who won? I won. So I had one player left to play. I had Carson Wentz needing to score me 11 points or more playing against the worst defence in football. He scored seven points. So are we, are, we the, are we the losers of the week? Uh, yeah, yeah, we are. I know that we'll be glad if we are the losers of the week that the stats mistress isn't here this week. 
I believe she had so a, from a from a from a game prediction perspective. So obviously, as we discussed, Matt was the guest last week. Um, he he was he was the least successful. Let's put it that way of the predictions. Last Can't week. have it all, Matthew. Cannot have it more. He correctly picked six out of the fourteen games correctly. Not even less than half, Not even halfway for less. Could be could be the worst performance of the season from a predictions perspective, but we walled it against him. Second, or third, if you will, apologies. Third in the predictions with seven out of fourteen correct. It's this guy. Seven out of fourteen correct. So this either this is either going to be somebody cementing their lead or somebody taking the first dub. Yes and no. Joint joint onesies. So if you remember last week, um, there was no difference in our predictions. Had identical predictions, so therefore, with eight out of fourteen correct. Both yourself and Leanne take the half a win. It's not amazing, is it? The standings are as follows. Leanne, the stats mistress herself, is officially off the schneid. She has herself half a win, 0.5 points. Bless. In third place is myself on two points. We then have the guest, the cumulative guest, with two and a half points. And then, safely in the lead, by a good point, is the cookie cast host, Mr. Andrew. I said it before, I'll say it again. The reason people tune into this podcast is to hear our collective selves correctly predict football, fantasy football, and accumulator bet. Mm. So, looking good. I mean, it's a. Suppose it's not early. I suppose we are over the halfway point now. Probably not. um, Fantasy wise. From a total game perspective. Fantasy wise, we're at the halfway point, I suppose. Yeah. Because there's 17 weeks. So, this this is pretty much. The middle week. This is the point where um, I start to get twitchy. Well, I, I'm I'm fully expected to finish bottom of the pack. Maybe being saved by the fact that Stuart can't seem to buy a win unless he's playing me. But and word on the street is that he did buy that win. Just not <laughs> just not using I money. I can neither confirm nor deny whether. I can either confirm or deny whether transactions of a, a monetary nature took place. Well, for the audio listeners out there, you heard nothing. For the uh, for the YouTube watchers, uh, maybe that's what <laughs> maybe that's how we start doing it. We start we start doing stuff that only the YouTube viewers can see. Well, we'll, we'll embed clues in the video. So, 
only YouTube watchers uh, in the know. Yeah, and then we'll get that premium subscription service going. So, that is <laughs> the Rona. Uh, that is the, uh, the, the prediction side of it for last week out of the way. Now, long-time first-times out there will know that it, that brings us swiftly to some uh, statage. Um, the stats mistress... I, I do I do feel for her, depending on what the day it is, depends how much of a scramble she has to go through to uh, herd those cat-like stats into some sort of system. But she did not disappoint, so big big up to the stats mistress. Always delivers. She is the milkman or milk person of the stats. But she doesn't do it alone. Nate Davies, he's on the blower, first thing on a on a Tuesday morning, says, look, here's the stats, do with them what you will. Uh, and he is of USA Today. Big day in USA Today, isn't it? So. The biggest. Mm, big up to the stats mistress, big up to Nate Davis. Um, one of these days, he might be able to do something about the time difference between America and here get himself on the podcast nfl stats week eight as the viewers and at this point in time listeners are aware no guest no stats mistress um yeah she is indisposed so uh we have divided and are about to conquer the old stataroonies uh so let's let's just get on with it because we're, we're dillying and indeed dallying. Stat number one of week eight of the NFL 2020 season is this. The Patriots have lost four in a row for the first time since 2002. Is this the point where we laugh? Let's have a laugh. <laughs> the only yeah, time... Is it, is it a case that we laugh now? Then they end up with a terrible record, draft a really good quarterback, and the cycle starts again over. From, you know. I don't know. A, a meteor could land on New England. Who knows? The only time they failed to make the playoffs with Brady as their primary quarterback, New England's 15 turnovers in 2020 already matched their total for the entire 2019 campaign. I would like to come back to uh, a statement I may have made previously about Cam Newton and how awful he is. Moving on. Now 6-2, and two, the Bills draw closer to their first division title since 1995. Speaking of his shithouseness, uh, Newton wasn't the only prominent quarterback to end Sunday afternoon on a sour note. The Packers' Aaron Rodgers was strip-sacked on the final play of Green Bay's Green Bay surprise 28-22 loss to Minnesota. 
There were seven touchdowns scored in the Vikings-Packers game, all four of Minnesota's by running back Delvin Cook, and all three of Green Bay's by wide receiver Devontae Adams. In fact, Cook scored on each of the Vikings' first four drives, the first time a player had done that in league history. Well done to you, sir. Number four, Saints quarterback Drew Brees threw a pair of touchdown passes Sunday, establishing a new NFL record with his 560th. Now 7-0, the Steelers remain NFL's only undefeated team. Uh... Uh, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure I saw a stat today about uh, Mike Tomlin, but it uh, looks like you've got that stat. However, the Ravens, 5-2, and two, will kick themselves for losing to the arch-rival Steelers on a day when Baltimore could have pulled even in the AFC North standings. Quarterback Lamar Jackson turned the ball over a career-worst four times, including his first ever pick six, and the Ravens committed nine penalties for 110 yards in a game where they dominated in most aspects. The scoreboard notwithstanding. Mr. Williams, I believe you have been furnished with the second set of stats. Let a rip, take a chip. I have indeed, Andrew. And, as you were saying, you had heard or seen a stat about Mr. Mike Tomlin. So I will give you that stat right now. Let's give Mike T a big hand for his 140th regular season win. The victory moved Tomlin past his former Buccaneers boss, Tony Dungy, for the most ever amongst black head coaches. Well played, Mr. Tomlin. The winningest of all black head coaches. Quarterback Russell Wilson threw four more touchdown passes, giving a league best 26. One shy of Tom Brady's record through seven games, as the Seahawks improved to 6-1. and one. The Bengals' upset of Tennessee means that Cincinnati has already matched its entire season of the... <laughs> has already matched its entire 2019 season, winning total of two. It got them, it got them Joe Burrow, so, you know, they can't, they can't be too disappointed. Uh, Brown's defensive end, Miles Garrett, who suffered a knee injury in the second quarter on Sunday, was held without a sack for the first time since week one. It's always, it's always a shame when uh, when like running sort of consecutive game streak comes to an end. So that was mm. always a shame on that one. Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes scorched the Jets for five touchdowns on Sunday. The Jets have four touchdown passes. Total this season. Oh dear. And finally, big congratulations to Dolphins rookie quarterback Tua Tungavailoa, who won his first NFL start and also threw his first touchdown pass since leaving Alabama. Roll tide. Tungavailoa was the first left handed quarterback to start a game in the NFL since 2015 when Kellen Moore did so for the Dallas. Cowboys. He is now the offensive coordinator for the Dallas Cowboys. So there you go. Maybe Matt, they should think on that endeth. one. Exactly. Thus endeth the stats. Um, when Leanne was doing the stats, 
She was like, what happened to uh, Fitzmagic? I was like, oh, I'm not entirely sure. It was, it was a thing that I hadn't 100% kept up with. Um, and then I just heard this voice go, you're going to need to get Paul to help you with that surname. Um, we have, for you fancy football players out there, a list of injuries, as we say at this point in time of the week. Injuries are through the roof. I, at this point in time, am struggling to put an actual team out on my lineup. I have more letters on my bench than are actually in the alphabet it looks like aliens have landed and left us a message and that message is on my bench uh there was a point might have been in the mini league when i was like mm, i mean do i need to play a defense because i haven't got one and all the ones on the waivers are shit I, I was like, mm, might, might just skip it this week. Um, my running back situation is dire. When when you go, mm, I mean, four point five is higher than four. Yeah, but you see that guy there that's listed as probably not going to play, but projected sixteen. He'd be good to have in the lineup, wouldn't he? He'd be real good to have. Yeah. Um, to keep the flow going, I gave you all of the first set of injuries. So uh, take it away, injury man. So, to start the injuries, we're actually going to go with something that's not injury related. However, it is. COVID-19 related Ooh. so the Cardinals who were on a bye this week had two players test positive for the virus this weekend now we move to the injuries Rams running back Daryl Henderson exited early with a thigh injury I believe he's now doubtful oh no scratch that he's not doubtful they're on bye but I think he was even with the bye I think he's still doubtful from week 10 so, watch that space. Anyone who's got Daryl Henderson, hang your head in shame. Uh, we move on. 49ers running back Tevin Coleman was ruled out against the Seahawks after suffering a knee injury in the first half. I believe that was his first, either his first game of the season or his first game back from a previous injury. So, maybe it was a case that he wasn't fully fit in the first place and they just rushed him back a little bit too soon. He's now listed as doubtful for next week's encounter with the Packers, which is on a short week as well. So, what's his spot? Colts wide receiver T.Y. Hilton did not return against the Lions after suffering a groin injury. Wide receiver Ashton Doolin exited early with a knee injury. I'm assuming that's again for the Colts. And then yeah. moving on to the Lions... Wide receiver Kenny Golladay suffered a hip injury against the Colts and did not return, as did Jamal Agnew, who was ruled out with a rib injury. Andrew? Well, the injuries don't stop there, I'm afraid. I have more 
when you thought that was enough, no, no, no. Dolphins running back, Patrick Laird, ankle, exited early against the Rams. Titans wide receiver, Adam Humphreys, was carted off the field after taking a hit to the head by Bengals defender and was ruled out with concussion. Bears wide receiver, Javon Wims, was ejected in the third quarter for throwing a punch. That just that whole situation just looked like utter madness. Just mental. It did birth many, many, many memes though, which are all hilarious. Seattle Seahawks coach Pete Carroll announced the status of running back Chris Carson foot. For next week remains unknown. Yeah. Yeah. Dallas Cowboys coach Mike McCarthy said after Sunday night's loss that quarterback Andy Dalton, concussion, was doing significantly better and believes Dalton is close to returning and should be in the lineup to start against the Steelers in week nine. I think the word missing at the end of that is unfortunately. So, that there is basically what wraps up Week 8. Let's put Week 8 over there. Week 8's done. We don't need to talk about who won and lost. It's done. In the history books, both league-wide and fantasy-wide. We move on. We look forward. Week 9. Now, I know with what what's, could be described as plenty of time, sent my stats to... The glamorous Mr. Williams. And I believe, you know, as you like, stats mistress, she might have got hers in. Mr. Williams, is the book looking beautiful this week? Oh, look at it. Look at it. I can say, having written both picks for both me and the stats mistress, I believe... There might only be one game difference. Maybe she's playing for points. Who knows? Anything notable standing out to you? Now then. I know I just asked you a question. No, and then, you've, got a, you've got a few differences. Have we? Fair enough. There's a few differences on there. Fair one. Uh, there was a... So I have this thing because I you know... I do my pigskin, I do my line up, set my lines out, and I have a little little, little dabble. It's going to be a whopping... Unless I've, unless I've written them down wrong. It's going to be a whopping 11 pence accumulator this week. Um, but what I've realised is, working it backwards, from placing a bet, there is always a team that's going to scupper the bet. So if you work it backwards like that, there was a game this week that I looked at and I was like, that is absolutely the game that is going to scupper my pick. I believe the Dolphins were involved. Let me just check. Because there's always a game I um and are about and then make a pick 
and then go and I believe this week might have involved the Dolphins. Dolphins 4 and 3 take on the Cardinals 5 and 2. Of those two teams, numbers wise, Cardinals all day, isn't it? Numbers wise. But the Dolphins were the second team to blow my accumulator out of the water at the weekend. And, and it's one of them, isn't it? Because, you know, you can only pick one. Anything standing out games-wise? I think there's uh, early doors. There's quite a tasty little number. Well, I'm going to say the, the first game of the week is obviously a repeat of the NFC Championship game of last season. I work on the principle. Packers 49ers. 49ers are very, very banged up. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what I was going to go with. To be fair, though, Packers aren't in amazing shape. You know, just have to look at my bench to find that. Um, two teams... Like, if you took last year's 49ers and... Not, let's just go with a healthy version of the Packers. That game would be tidy. Yeah, Absolutely. This time round, you've you've got to go with the the heavily injured team to probably not pull out a win on this one. Um, I believe I've gone with a Packers pick on that. Packers across the board Pretty on that sweet. one. Um, of the of the slew of early games, uh... Seahawks Bills. Nothing massively jumps out. I suppose Ravens-Colts Ravens -Colts could be good. Mm. Seahawks-Bills mm. could be a good game. There was another game that I looked at and I was like, do you know something? Part of me is tempted to put the Panthers to beat the Chiefs. Because, like I say, there is there is a game every week where you look at it and you go, without a shadow of a doubt, that game is going to go that way, and it doesn't. So, statistically, I was like, of all the games this week, Panthers to beat the Chiefs. You heard it here first, people. Obviously, I didn't pick that because you know that's that's crazy talk. I was gonna say. <laughs> that, that, that's crazy talk. Well, um, well, I mean, you could argue that 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 game could indeed be. The Ravens Colts game because we've all picked the Ravens and it's it's in Indianapolis so Lamar's not looking as uh, as comfortable as he was. They last are season. they are not the team of last season. <laughs> Again, check out my bench if you want to see uh, what's going on with the Ravens at the moment. Lots of D's. Oh, is he doubtful? Is he doubtful? Are you going to make a game time decision? Yeah, does that help me pick a lineup? I obviously the Steelers going up against the Cowboys. No one in their right mind has picked the Cowboys, obviously because that's the way it goes. Watch that be the banker home win of the of the season. Yeah, and the Cowboys just finally turn up. Yeah, shit hours their way to a victory. The only way the Cowboys know how. 
Saints Books. Yeah, that's. I was going to say that's that's the game of the week, and obviously, hence why it's in the Sunday night football slot. Um, you you and Leanne are both back to the Saints, whereas I've gone with the hot hand of the books. Now, the reason I've gone with the books is because obviously they are they're probably playing a little bit better than the Saints are at the moment. It's outdoors. And Breeze struggled in he struggled in Chicago, and that was his first outdoor game. He's spoiled, isn't he? Home a home dome spoils him. Doesn't have to deal with those elements, and he has struggled with outdoor games previously. So you might be on something there. The books. I mean, I'm pretty sure I put the books down to go to the Super Bowl this year as my as my season long pick. Um, not the team that, on paper, they started the season as. However, not possibly going to be the worst team was also the prediction for that team. So they are smack in the middle of those those two lanes. So, I don't know. Definitely a game to watch. Definitely a game of the week and all of that. But... As for pick, I mean, yeah, you know, obviously, like I keep saying, you have to pick one, and I and I have gone with the Saints. Um, wouldn't be surprised if it went either way on that one. Anything else jumping out at you, sir? Not jumping out as such, but Patriots Jets on Monday night. Is this is this the, is this the week that the Jets finally get a win? Could be. Could be. I mean, we've all gone the Patriots. They've lost four on the spin. Did they ever lose five on the spin? Probably not, especially against a team like the Jets. But you could argue this is possibly the Jets' best opportunity to win a game this season. Yeah. So, yeah. Who knows? I saw a meme. You know, you know, yeah. the, you know the famous. Hey, Andrew. You know the famous meme of the man and the woman lying in bed facing away from each other, and there's like always there's like two thought bubbles, and like one of them's like, eh. I saw that, and it was uh, the the heads had been changed to uh, Cam on one side and Belichick on the other side, <laughs> and uh, just Cam's thought bubble was, uh, but he's thinking about Brady. I mentioned it at the weekend. I was very much like. How much do you suppose that Belichick's like? Why did why did we let Brady go? Well, if you have uh, nothing else to discuss, there have you got any other business? No, no, no. I have nothing further. Mr. Nothing Cook. further. Well, there we go. That is week eight in the rearview mirror. Looking forward to week nine. Uh, thank you for joining me to tell these lovely people what we think is going to go down this week. And uh, yes, indeedy doody. Thank you very much, and I will see you same bat time, same bat channel. Thank you, mate. So there we go, what do you think that? Another one done. Another week of the season gone, another week to look forward to. Big thank you to Paul for joining me. Um sure there'll be guests in the future uh, it gets a bit sporadic depends when people are available and things like that so look out for more guests coming down the line youtube watchers if you could subscribe if you're not already subscribed that'd be awesome if you are subscribed 
Alright, try it again. Try subscribing again and see if that works. Or you could get a friend or a family member to subscribe. Go on, they'll they'll love it. Like an early Christmas present. Everybody jump over to thecookiecast.com, check us out over there, see what we've got going on, uh, where you can drop us a line, let us know how you're getting on. So that's it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then.